Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of the Hawks Talks podcast and all things Atlanta Hawks podcast, hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. As always, I'm Jackson Rem, and joined today by my co-host, Logan Bards. And Logan... We won the playoff game, baby. We're back. The Hawks We're are back. back, Logan. We're back. We're back. Hit, hit the dance, Logan. All right, everybody. Go to at go Knicks tape and uh, clown this man. You know he's he's one of those Knicks cheerleaders. He's he just you know we gotta we gotta let her nuts hang. I don't care. I don't. The series ain't over. It's it's only the second game we won, but I don't care. The Hawks just won MLK jerseys. I think we've literally only lost once in them this whole season. We're, we're fucking, we're on top, man. We're on top. This series is coming back to Atlanta for at least one game. Another game. We're getting three games we did it. in Atlanta, man. Hit, hit the music, Logan. Wait, right, I'm playing how's it. the Sixers win song go? I forgot how it goes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I ain't heard in a few days. One, two, three, four. Hawks win. Duh, 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 duh. We did it. Yeah, we did Joel it. Joel beats a fraud. Joel beats a, a fraud. I can't believe I've said multiple times he's better than Jokic. Jokic. I mean, Jokic even yeah, fouls Jokic better than Joel Embiid. Jokic, you got swept. <laughs> Jokic did get swept. <laughs> yeah. My, oh, you know what? Maybe the best center league is on Yeko Kongu. Maybe that's who it is. We need to wear the MLK jerseys the rest of the year. I just, yeah, mm. man. It's like... Uh, Dude, there, there's no reason to not do that. I Legitimately, like, what? what is the NBA going to step in and be like, wear your, wear your damn home jerseys? Like, no, screw you, man. They're nice jerseys. They're they're good omen. They work, man. They work. They, they promote a, a you know a, a leader that everyone should try to emulate in some way, you know. And the Hawks don't lose in them, so I, I see no no reason not to wear them every damn night. I mean, can we wear them on the road? Facts, facts. Shout out! I don't know. Well, I think you can't. Well, I think since they're not. Well, I think you can just wear any jerseys nowadays. Whatever. I think they just have to be approved. Well, maybe that would taint it. Maybe because you know Martin Luther King, you kind of got to wear it in Atlanta. No, no, you can't. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, you don't want to take MLK, the pride of MLK, out of the city. That's and, and take up. him into the fucking slums of one of the one of the worst cities in America. I'm just glad our players are getting back from Philadelphia. When can you can you believe that Philadelphia is like oh, their whole culture is that like that's where yeah literally just they take a nice ribeye they chop it up overcook it and then cover it in like liquid cheese that shit is disgusting okay it's it's actually delicious but like shit's embarrassing shit it's embarrassing and like what else is there to do in Philadelphia go to the bell like see old ass bill it's just it's a clown city man it's a clown city clown city clown uh, no team. can we clown we, superstar no, 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 no. We're about, to, we're about to get on some heads, Logan. It's time for us to talk our shit, Logan. Shout out shout out to Joanne Limbeat. I got a fun little stat for you, Logan. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? It's been a while since I pulled out my fun little stats, but I'm back with it now. You ready? I'm ready. All right. This is one of the, the greatest things ever. Joel Embiid, 0 of 12 from, from the floor the second half. That man's a fraud. That knee is done. He's grinding bone, bro. He's not good. He's not good. It's over. It's over. He legitimately cost the Knicks. Or excuse me, not the Knicks. I'm I'm still talking shit or kind of scrolling through that Knicks fans. 
page, so that's that's why he's on my mind. Oh yeah, you see, he posted the LeBron video before LeBron gets up at the press conference. He's pressed. No Fifi on his block as long as Trey out here, of course. Yeah, right. what just just absolute losership. But anyway, yeah, uh, Embiid was really the reason that the Sixers lost. They, the Sixers were awful in the second half. You know how last episode I'd said that. The 76ers were just handing the Hawks' asses to him in the second half. This game stopped that trend. The Hawks dominated the second half. They played phenomenal Can I say the it, Logan? Half. I don't know what you want me to say. No, I want to say something real quick, if you don't mind. It's, it's a bit of a signature line by me. I'm going to say it. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons had horseshoes out of, in their asses. We took them out, and we beat them over the head with it tonight. That's, That's what tonight was. This Tonight was a message. All right, is, This was true. a message that, first of all, Joel Embiid done. He's a dominant <laughs> player, but that but that knee's done. All right, he's cooked. Logan, you ever been playing Chopped. pickup ball and you kind of like hurt your ankle, so you're kind of just like, ah, oh, I shouldn't shoot it, but then you get a wide open look, so you shoot it anyways, and you're like, oh god, that, that's is, that is legitimately what he's doing there. I mean, multiple he's times cooked. in the fourth quarter where he just took a shot because he just like, oh, I'm kind of in pain. I don't want to actually try to get a good shot here, so he just chucked it up. He, look, dog, he looked terrible in that second half. And can we can we talk about the, that fourth quarter like last minute shot? Like forty five seconds, I want to say that was terrible. Bad. Hey, I mean, he he blew the game for him. Look, it, it's crazy because both offenses, frankly, sucked. Um, really, in that whole second half, um, I guess really the Hawks' offense just sort of struggled in the fourth quarter a little bit. The Seventy Sixers' offense struggled the whole second half. You would think Joel Embiid would be the one that would help him fix that, right? Because he's just he's got the best post moves in the league. He's strong. He's dominant. He gets to the line at an impeccable rate. Clearly, we've seen that, right? And he just couldn't buy a shot. He, he, he The only points he made the whole second half were, I think, two free throws. No, four, three, four free throws, maybe. And he, he was just, like, he just wasn't an offensive factor, which is the reason why the 76ers won those two games is because Joel Embiid was dominating offensively. Today, great great on defense, per usual. He, he affected a bunch of trade shots. He grabbed a bunch of rebounds. On offense, he was nothing. He was a negative, a massive negative for the Sixers. And the Hawks took advantage despite literally shooting 36% from the field. <laughs> like it's it's a crazy game that the Hawks won because they thought they shot 36%. Trey Young shot 8 of 26. It's it's like Bogey didn't shoot well. Kevin Herter shot okay. John Collins um John Collins played phenomenal in the second half. Like he's frankly the re- reason we won, but even he wasn't he hit, super efficient. He flipped efficient. the switch like Drake said. He he wasn't even super efficient like by the numbers. Nobody on the, nobody really was efficient. But they just were able to gutsy, just a gutsy, hard-fought win. I mean, offensive rebounds kind of kind of won the game for us, I feel like. John Collins grabbed five. Capella grabbed three. Um, Trey grabbed one. Herder grabbed one. Uh, I think a Congo grabbed one. There uh, just a lot of offensive rebounds that really won us the game. And some really clutch uh, moments, especially in the fourth quarter. Trey had some floaters and some free throws. John hit that massive corner three, which was a beautiful, like, top 10 pass of Trey's career maybe um to set it up I mean it was just a weird game because like neither of the superstars are firing on all cylinders but man it, it was just it was it was crazy it was crazy man uh, can we just, talk about how tr- how we shot 36.6 percent from the floor and 30 percent from three and still won my god what a what a really team and, and Trey Young had 18 assists with that Logan it really is crazy. 18? No, what a phenomenal game from Trey. You talk about a guy's team shooting, well, basically 37% rounding up is actually lower than that, but, you know, we'll say 37 for posterity's sake. And, and he had 18 assists, Logan. Think about that, that for a that second. That really is insane. It's think about this for a second, Logan. I'm 19 years old. 
if Trey had one more assist, he would have had an assist for every year I've been alive. Do you know how crazy that is? It really isn't. When you put it like that, it's really not that crazy, but you know what I mean? <laughs> 37%, Logan! That is that is pretty true. Imagine if we shot 45%. If he, if we shoot like, like 40%, he has the, the um, franchise record of like 25, I'm pretty sure. Oh, straight up. It really was crazy, because like... I mean, really, in that second half, it was like Bogey couldn't buy a shot. You know, uh, John Collins had to take some tough ones. I'm again, I'm not, I'm not like trying to discredit John. He, you know, he's the reason we won, but like he missed some shots. Everyone missed some shots, frankly. So, um, man, it was. I, I don't know how he did. It. And I mean, considering, I mean, whatever's going on with his shoulder, and that he was able to. I mean, I well, clearly we don't know how serious the injury is or the soreness or whatever. Really just an insane game from Trey, considering his scoring was just not efficient at all. But I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I've definitely said this uh, maybe on Twitter and on Discord and stuff. In the playoffs, man, like scoring efficiency just does not matter nearly as much. Like It, it is not about the efficiency nerd stuff. It is about who can get shit done. Like If you can put up 20 points and 10 assists, you had a great game in the playoffs, even if it took you 18 shots to get it. Because in the playoffs, it gets harder. You just need to score. Trey only just put up what like twenty five and eighteen. What was it? I think it was twenty. Is tw- yeah, it was twenty five and eighteen. I don't care that it took twenty eight shots. That is insane. That is mind boggling that a twenty three year old could do that. So, man, it, it, it's just uh, it, it was a crazy game, man. The, the entire second half was like watching. It was like watching a damn movie, frankly, because in the first half the Hawks looked pretty down and out at times. Did you uh, see that stat? That here it is. He pl- Trey Young played a hand in sixty-seven of the Hawks' one hundred and two points. Jesus, I'm, I'm dude, surprised that, it's not that's more. That's absurd. I'm a, I'm yeah, I was I was also more. kind of surprised I wasn't more, but I saw that. But anyways, let's talk about that uh, last shot for the Sixers real quick. You want to talk about that? Yeah, that, Shake the, Milton the, was wide open. <laughs> Shake Milton was open, which like that's a shot he can make clearly, right? He's made it before, but that's not like Shake Milton's not a guy that's known for pulling up from thirty. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, he should have took that. He's been hot this year, man. He just he got I, deer in the headlights. For sure. I don't blame him for like, oh, crap, let me pass it to Seth Curry, like the best pure three-point shooter in the in the world. <laughs> like, by well, Yeah, like one of the best ones on the floor right now by far. Like, let's get him the ball. I don't blame but him I don't know, man. That, I, it's one of those hypothetical questions, you know, like you're talking to your friends about. It's like, you taking the last shot, you passing it off. And Shakes Milton's just like, wide open, I'm not stepping up. He's like, give yeah. Seth Curry off the screen. Can, Seth Curry obviously uh, bricks it. On a shot that should have been bricked by Moore, so props to him. I mean, for... How bad of a shot quality shot that was quality wise? I mean, it didn't brick by very much. It, was, it wasn't too far off. I mean, Shake Milton was 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 shook Milton right there, man. He was he was afraid. Deer in the headlights, man. He was afraid to take that shot, man. You would you wouldn't catch Kevin Herter like that, man. That's all I'm saying. You would never catch Kevin Herter like that. I don't know, man. It, it was uh, the entire like I said, the entire second half. That 76ers offense was in disarray because Joel Embiid just couldn't do anything right. Frankly, <laughs> like I mean, Joel Embiid was terrible. Like, when was the last 76ers field goal? Was it that Corkmaz three? Was that their last field goal? And the rest of the points are just free throws. I feel like that was their last field goal. Because uh, I can actually, I I did see something in the last five minutes. The Sixers were one of thirteen from the field, so yeah, you probably are right. Yeah, like the 76ers had that last possession to take the lead. I think it, they started with sixteen seconds left, and Joel Embiid puts up a bad contested shot. They, I think. There's a scrap for the rebound. It goes off Ben Simmons, and then the talks ball with like eight seconds left, and we inbound. Yeah, the you, balls. you are correct. By the way, that, uh, in the that, last five minutes, the Sixers had one field goal. That is insane. That that's partially great defense by the Hawks, and partially just 
dog shit execution by the 76ers. But like I said, man, it, it was refreshing to see a reverse of the first couple games where the Hawks were getting blown out in the second half. This time, the Hawks took control. They they looked so in control the entire second half. They like frankly for the last like eight plus quarters before that second half today, the Hawks looked like they just hardly believed they could win. Like straight up, they they looked kind of like out of it. They didn't look at, like they believed. And then in the second half, those John Collins put back put back dunks just kind of energize them and John Collins is that's why I keep saying John Collins you could say he's like the main reason we won this game besides Trey like playing like a point god John Collins completely energized the team he was hustling his ass off trying to get those rebounds he, he was a uh, third quarter John Collins Mwah. he was he was going crazy man and that I mean also you, you can't say enough about that massive three he hit um late right. after that cork mods three which Insane. When like like we said, man, when you put John Collins in his spots, he can be one of the most efficient players in the league. A corner three, that's that's one of John Collins' spots, man. That is one of his spots. It was Look, it was, dude, what a what a win. What a game. It, everything was bleak before this. Um everybody was just kinda like down. We all were like I mean, like, people are like, this is it. This is, like, if we don't win this one, we're not coming back from 3-1. Like, even me and you said that. Brad Rowland said that on Twitter today. And then it's like the Hawks are just like, first half, it's like, Sixers are up by 18. And then it's like, John Collins is like, we're not, we're not, this isn't it. This isn't it, people. Yeah, we're not losing tonight. He said, that, he said, we're coming back to Atlanta, goddammit. That's what he said. He said, if we lose, we're going to lose in front of the Atlanta faithful and give them a, a send-off, a proper one. That's honestly true. But, but like, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, Logan. What's going to happen? Sorry to interrupt you. I just need to get this out of out of my mouth real quick. Someone getting sent home at Game Six in Atlanta, and it's not the Hawks; it's the Sixers. They're going home that game. That's I, it for them. It is a big. I, I genuinely think it'd be momentum swing in this series. I, it's a big. I look. Here's what happened: the first game, it was like a, it was like round one of a boxing match when they're feeling each other out. Next round, we got dropped twice. Then the next round, Game Three, dropped twice again, and then then we get the Game Four. Okay. This one. This is when we make a comeback. We hit him with a right hook, and B's down for the count. He's dead. Simmons was never a contender anyways. He's bad, so don't even Simmons, worry about Simmons him. Simmons is just I mean, like the water boy. He's just squirting water. Furcon Corkboss is out showing Simmons that I don't see how I'm wrong, dog. I mean, give me the hate. I want all the hate. Dude, I want he, all the hate Sixers fans. Ben, ben Simmons is such a – what is he doing on defense? There are some plays where he just literally just, like, stands upright and just walks. He, he's just out there getting his cardio in. That man's just out there running, not guarding anyone. He tricks y'all, man. He's he's that, he's on that he's on that thirty five million dollar contract for I'm not, nothing. I'm not a go bear guy at all. I'm glad Ben Simmons ain't win that deep hole. He he don't deserve it. He is not the best. He, he tricks y'all, man. I mean, it's just we got that three hundred pound Embiid flopping. We got we got Simmons just not playing defense. He's run, he's been getting cardio in Logan. He's like me at the gym today and getting in some cardio. He's just, you know, Ben Simmons straight up, like, he's such a limiting factor for the, the 76ers. I I don't know if Daryl Morey, like, for real wanted to trade him or if he was serious when he says he wants to keep Simmons and Embiid together. Look, I'm not saying the Hawks are going to win the series. Truthfully, if the 76ers win the series, they have as clear a path to the finals as... Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, 
you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. They ever have because the Nets are looking completely banged up. But that it, Ben Simmons is, just limits them in, in ways that I just don't know how they've gone f- like five years now, four years now with Ben Simmons being a six foot ten point guard defensive defensive specialist. You know, it's it's like if he's not in transition, what the hell is he? He's just it's just insane. The second half today showed why you need a great offensive point guard in the half court in the playoffs, straight up. And that is just not Simmons at all. That's like the polar opposite of Ben Simmons. I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm letting my nuts hang a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like I'm kind of talking shit, even though this series is literally like just tied two two. It's just I'm I'm I tweeted this. I'm in shock that not shock necessarily, but think about the fact that we've won two games against a one seed without Herder and Reddish. That's that's mind boggling. That's just something you couldn't have predicted four months ago for this Hawks team, and it, it's coming into fruition like right in front of our eyes. So it's insane stuff, man. They, they were they were putting the flowers on our grave, Logan. They were wearing black to our funerals, Logan. They said this was it. They said Trey Young can't do it when he's not playing the Knicks. They they said your team's trash. Clint Capella. They they said he was FK Udo out there. They said we was done, Logan. They were they were counting our days until we passed away. They and thought, the Hawks went out there. They thought and we responded. They thought Trey Young had a horseshoe in his ass, man. They thought they could take it out. He don't. He ain't got a horseshoe up there. It's uh, it, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, part of me almost wishes that we didn't record right after the game because I, I don't have a lot of thoughts that are like I don't know. Here's I'm the issue just, of us recording after games. It's just pure hype or pure dread it's, and it's, dooming. It's, it's just adrenaline. It's like <laughs> like it's not coherent thoughts. But at the same time, man, who needs coherent thoughts? You know, what I mean, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta vibe out. You, you know, you watch sports for the joy, the adrenaline. Watching the Hawks team just like just take a punch and just deal with it and just respond with a bigger punch. It was that's that's the type of stuff you like to see. Like I don't think I can say enough about how much John Collins meant to this win today. Even though he didn't put up like twenty eight points and twenty rebounds, like he was the energy. That's that's always been John Collins. I feel like most like the number one reason why he's going to be retained. He he's a heart and soul guy for this team in a way that I don't know if anyone besides Trey Young is for this team. It's he's just his his impact can go beyond the box scores sometimes. So this is just one of those games, man. It was one of those games. Is it- Look, dude, I'm I'm proud of this team. Look. We were almost, we were almost dead. They they were say, they were hyping up Ben Simmons as the defensive player of the year. Joel Embiid was getting called the best center in the league because Jokic went out, got swept, and the Hawks were like, "No, nah, we're not done yet. Like this is this this bitch ain't over until the fat lady sings, dog." Embiid, and the only fat Embiid, bitch singing tonight is Embiid. <laughs> he ain't singing. He's crying. The only I th- I think Ben or not Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid to like told some Atlanta fans to shut the fuck up or something, which you know perfectly fine, but like. Think of how funny that looks now, considering that the absolute, I'm going to say it, Jackson, the absolute howler of a second half he put up. Absolutely a woeful performance, a, a woeful. shite performance by him, bruv. Just insane. Um, An absolute dosser that Embiid is. Also, if anyone wants any positive news, uh, any, you know, just to add, like the cherry on top, 
Um, Cam Reddish is seven foot one confirmed. That that's it. That's one. Yeah, he that that guy's our next center. Um, two, Lou Williams played pretty well tonight, and Rajon Rondo's in street clothes. He is he's just straight up out of the Clippers rotation. Oh, I don't know if you saw. Speaking of the Clippers, your your boy got crossed and dropped by PG. Your boy Joe Ingles. So I don't. How I, is Joe so Ingles my boy? You no 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 no. You was commenting all that playoff P ratioed by jingle stuff on my on my I, Twitter. I, I dog. never said my ratio. shrine. The p- I never said ratioed. I don't like Joe Ingles. I don't like that. Like people worship quirky, like scruffy looking white, white players. Guys. Yeah, like uh, he has like five o'clock shadow and he's got messy hair. Uh, I love him. It's like. He's okay, just, you never said ratio ratio by Joe Ingles. You did say Joe Ingles better plus L plus ratio to me. Well, that was ironic. Four days ago. That was ironic. <laughs> yeah, it better have been ironic because he just went out there and he dropped him on his ass and then put the three in him. I will say the Clippers are up 30-13, to 13, which is kind of insane in the first quarter. They uh, they they mean business, man. Good for them, man. Good for, good for, good for the Clippers. I, I kind of did want them to beat the Jazz. I don't know if that's uh, – I don't know if that's a hot take among Hawk, amongst Hawks fans. I don't know if Hawks fans like the Clippers or not, but I, I kind of do like them. I, I kind of want them to. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just like going against the grain. I don't. I you know. That's just sort of how I am. I, I kind of want to see the Clippers have some, some success. Also, uh, sorry if this is kind of all over the place. Kevin Chunar just tweeted, um, "Trey on the shoulder." Quote: "I got hit last game and it got kind of sore." So. Apparently that is what the shoulder issue was. He got hit and it got kind of sore. <laughs> Look, straight up, I agree, dog. You know, I was I was glad I, I was concerned about Trey. They were making all those memes about how the dude had on shoulder pads. It's the playoffs. I don't care if the dude's wearing has an ice machine on his ass during while he's just sitting on the bench. It's it's just yeah he. Uh, like we said, especially in that first half, you could tell it was bothering him. He missed he missed two straight free throws for God's sake. Trey Young, Trey Young's probably done that single digits times in his career at this point. Like that's just something that doesn't happen. So it's uh, you know hopefully it's not something like when's our next game? Do we do we only get one day off before the next game? Is the next game? Uh, on let Wednesday? me look. But yeah, so it's just it's uh, it's it's just it's kind of crazy to see how Trey Young really struggled in that first half with his shot. He he missed some wide open ones. He missed some free throws. It was looking like it was just going to be one of those nights for Trey and it, one of those nights for the team. And it looks like it was sort of going to be essentially the end of the season, not officially, but essentially. And they we just, play on Wednesday, so yeah, we got a day off. It, they just bounced back in a way that. I mean, that's just that's just something that's only been happening over the last few months. You know, Nate McMillan, I don't know what corny shit he says in the huddle, man, but it seems to work with these guys. Look, he just be – Nate McMillan's like, I'm not announcing a starting lineup. We're going to go out there and win. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Hawks and six, let's go. <laughs> Hawks and six, bitch. And then he was like, all right, good win, dog. Good win. Good win out there, boys. I do <laughs> like – like, it beat I, sucks. I definitely like starting Herder, by the way, even though the bench, like, didn't score for, I think, the first – or score a field goal the first, like, for, I think the first entire half. But, you know, you, you got to just play your better players, man. Solomon Hill cannot be playing 20 minutes a game. He just he just can't. So, had to make that adjustment. So, look at that. Another Nate McMillan adjustment that, uh, that I think is paying off so far. Which, no, look, Nate McMillan's out there adjusting. He's out there yelling at the team. He's out there saying, yo, guys, we're not losing this. 
We're not losing this. I love it. I love Nate McMillan. I want him extended. I want Herter extended. I want Trey extended. You know what? I'm so excited after this third quarter. I want John Collins extended. I don't care anymore. You know what? Forget last episode where we talked about trading for a star. Let's just, we just, we're just winning now. Uh, I, I will say one other thing is that him going to line up with Gallo at the three, I mean, I, I hope he goes to it more over the last few games because it, it really is crazy how it was, just, it was just working. It was, you know, it's not a perfect lineup, especially defensively, but it is something that can pay dividends against guys like Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. So it's going to be interesting to see how we uh, continue with that in game five, but just, Look, just, I mean, uh, shout to Gallo. He was good tonight. Yeah, like on defense. Gallo still just isn't scoring a bunch. Like he's still not really hitting those threes like you'd hope he is. But he's legitimately being better on defense than you would expect. So, you know, shout out, shout out to my countryman, my uh, my fellow, my fellow Italiano. But oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to start speaking fucking Italian. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Yeah, this this just has to be what I, what I go with, man. He's he's my guy. Also, did you know? I think Reggie Jackson was born in Italy too. Did you know that? Jeez, y'all are stacked. Y'all got that boy Reggie Jackson. Or he's stacked. firing up the Jazz from three right now. He really is, man. Italy's stacked. I don't know if Reggie Jackson would like play for Italy in the Olympics, in theory. But I don't know. Maybe we should give him a call. Maybe maybe it'd work out. I feel like I feel like we could use that type of point guard. I don't know, man. It's hard to talk about that game because it's just like thoughts are everywhere. And and we wanted to record just to get this sort of adrenaline hype out and not just have like a, you know, a planned podcast tomorrow, which wouldn't be able to come out until late tomorrow night because I have work and like, I, you know, so this podcast isn't super organized, but you know what, man, we're just hyped that the Hawks won. The series is going to at least six. We're getting at least one more game in Atlanta. We get we get to watch at least two more games of playoff Trey, man. It's been a treat. It really has been a treat. I love it. I love Trey. Trey in the playoffs is a beast, dog. It really is crazy. I can't I just goofies, goofies that thought Trey wouldn't work in the playoffs. Goofy. Also, can we just say Trey was working his ass off defensively, especially in that second half. Like there is one sequence in the fourth quarter where he legitimately just shut down multiple different chances for the the 76ers to get open shots he just was locked in on defense it's like trey knew his shot wasn't falling so he said fuck it i'm gonna be the best playmaker in the world tonight and i'm also gonna be like completely tolerable on defense so he's like he's like this ain't lloyd pierce subbing me out because we have a defensive possession possession to play he's like i'm playing that shit i don't give a fuck i'm getting out there he's like put me on that put me on court put me on their second best shooter i want him trey took Ben Simmons' Defensive Player of the Year award and beat him over the head with it today. Beat him over the head. He was the better <laughs> defensive point guard. He's a give me that shit, bitch. Fuck Ben Simmons, homie. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm the dead homies too, dog. Can Can I want to just like point out how useless Ben Simmons was that whole fourth quarter? Like he's just him and Joel Embiid, which is out there bricking shots. Not I mean, doing at least Joel Embiid, like you know, he's gonna have those massive games where he goes crazy. Ben Ben Simmons is just one of the most useless players like 60 percent of the time he I, god bless the sixers if they if they go with that duo going forward man god bless them they they i don't know if they can trade for dame or beal or whoever but they should have done that yesterday but hey man they, some, they need to do something hey hey hey, hey. ben simmons for dame so, sometimes sometimes when you have six foot ten 
Frank Nelikina, you just have to you just have to roll with it. So, man, it's a. Uh, I am glad that we have a a short balding point guard that can run the half court offense. Free throw merchant, shout out to my free, guy. Free throw merchant that can run, you know, the pick and roll like an absolute point guard. So, you know, that's that's why I'm glad we have, but. Not every team can say that. Very few teams can say that, in fact. No, so. they can't, actually. Okay, you want to start wrapping things up here, Logan, before we just keep rambling? That is true. I, I will ramble one more time. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, we're going to get a bit off topic. Just just to, just to you know, cement this is a good Monday's for, Monday for Hawks fans. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed that athletic article about Luca. you know. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain it's complete bullshit and just like a hit piece. But oh, you I know. think it's real. But you know what? I mean, it makes some sense, right? Does Mark Cuban really have some random gambling addict just like making decisions in his org? That's just that's bad business from a business. It, it, what if what if the random gambling addict is like Mark Cuban himself? Like Mark Cuban's really into like crypto and stuff. Like, what if he's like gambling crypto with like other people? I don't know. I, I hope Mark Cuban goes bankrupt. I don't know, man. It's just facts. The, facts. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, sucks to suck, man. What a, what a good Monday. Between that, you know, now we could say not only is Trey the better player, he's also more loyal. <laughs> Cam Reddish is seven foot, so that, that trade is looking like an absolute bargain. Every episode, Cam Reddish gets an inch taller. Last episode, seven, he was last well, six to this before, episode, seven before, foot one. Before he's, I mean, like, by by episode 54, he's going to be challenging Minute Bull. <laughs> Him and Bull Bull, two of the tallest players in the league, just going at it. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess anything else? Oh, the Suns are playing in the Western Conference Finals, so congrats to them. Their fans definitely deserve that. Shout out to uh, shout out to my friend Jake and Bamboo. They deserve that. Shout congrats out to, to the Suns. Shout out to Jake Smith, man. Shout he out. went from hyping up that team while they were absolute dog shit, but you know he you know, he deserved this one. You know what I mean? He did. No, I'll hold his. I'll, he can hold his dub. You know, shout out to all the Suns fans. They deserve this, man. Even though they can be a bit toxic at times. For sure. But, I mean, every fan base is a little toxic at times. Fact. It is what it is. All right. I think we can wrap it up. Just wanted to thank everybody for listening. Thanks to all the Patreon supporters. Thanks to all the Twitter followers. We love y'all. You know, thank you for thank you for keeping in touch with us, man. We, we greatly appreciate it. This has been a very – this has, like, been the most fun podcasting has been this playoff run. So, hopefully we can keep it going for another couple weeks. Hopefully these Hawks keep uh, – Keep, uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep it going because these playoff episodes get views, baby. Shout out to everyone who listens. <laughs> God. Thank you. Yep. Just, just you know, appreciate y'all. We, we got another one coming to you on Wednesday. No, but seriously, thank you for listening to episode 52 of the Hawks Hawks podcast. A summary of the game for a win over the Philadelphia 76ers. Me and Logan will be back on episode 53 with another uh, on Wednesday with an episode about uh, game five of the series. Hopefully the Hawks win. We'll see you then. Love you. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Many of us, if we're being honest, have given up hope on good sleep. But why? Well, if you're like me, you've tried everything and nothing has helped. So if we're not going to sleep well anyway, why try? That kind of thinking is so 2021. It's time to rethink our nights and days and demand more from our sleep. Talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.